Welcome to the Women in Industry podcast. My name is Kirsty Davis Chinnock, and today I'm joined by Nikki Butlin, who's the Finance Director at ASC Metals. ASC Metals stock and supply a wide range of non ferrous materials. They stock and supply aluminium, stainless steel, copper, brass, and bronze to the engineering, manufacturing, construction, fabrication, shop fitting, sign making, and other industries in Lincolnshire, Leicestershire. Derbyshire, Nottinghamshire and Yorkshire. As a long-established family stockholder, they pride themselves on excellent customer service, next-day delivery from stock, reliability and competitive pricing. Um, welcome, Nikki. It's nice to have you here. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much. And you're fairly new to ASC. You joined last year? Last year in March, yes, yeah. But I'm actually celebrating my 30th year in business. which has hit me this year. I started at 15, 16. So, yeah, so I've done 30 years in business. Uh, And it's looking at your um, history on LinkedIn, I'm getting quite good at stalking people on LinkedIn. (laughs) Uh, You've always been a numbers woman. Yes, that's that's my core skill set, my core role with every company that I've worked in. Um, But I think... I've always been able to have a general overview of a business. And I think if you start with the numbers, the numbers always tell you a story um, and you can see uh, how a business is performing, where they need to improve, where the efficiencies need to improve. So we always start with that and that's always been my skill set. Um, but then I'll then kind of move on and, and, and just by the nature of the roles that I've been in, um, I've never been in huge corporates wherever that's just purely what you do. So then I've always, I've, done trade shows I've done sales I've done advertising marketing um part of my role here at ASD is uh, is the HR so I, I look after the team that's really important to me um so yes yeah, always starts with the numbers for me and cash is king always has been always will be um so if you've got a hold on, and a handle on that um then you can have a bit of an overview of the rest of the company and by having a good team around you you can help them do their bits and sales um, the operations. Um, I brought in IT systems before into companies to improve efficiencies. That's that's one of my uh, big things as well. It's making sure the systems flow and everything's efficient. You know what what can we do to improve? So, yeah, kind of a, um, a handle on everything. I like, I like to have an overview and you know the bigger picture of what's going on. I think that's the difference between a finance director and an accountant. An accountant is purely based on you know. Two and two numbers. make four, whereas a yeah. finance director has to have that overview. Yeah. Um, and do you find, having w- worked in sort of SMEs rather than big corporates, that the more you communicate with the team, the more you're open about the numbers, the better that they perform? Yeah, absolutely. It's something we've just started this year, actually. So, um, <clears throat> you know, my, my first year here, Excuse me. When I uh, started in the March last year, by the end of April, I'd had one to ones with every, everybody in the team. We were 30 plus then um, because I wanted to know who I was working with, what the skill sets were. I wanted to reassure them that I was here to help, not to hinder or, you know, that, you, you know, it's a long serving company. So sometimes it, it can unsettle people with a brand new person coming in and what she here, what she here to do. So I made sure I spoke to the team. Um, and this year as well, we're having more meetings um, with our sales department, with our operations department and being open and honest. There are, you know, this is their company too. Um, they have a vested interest in it. A lot of them have been here a long time. And 
some of the companies I've worked in before, a lot of the people don't want to know what's going on. If you want, you, you know, you try and explain to them why you've made a decision or something. And then a lot of them are coming to go, I, I don't, I'm not interested. That's your job. I just want to come in, do my job and go home again. So it was getting to learn the team and actually by having conversations with them, they came to me and said, we don't, we don't know this stuff. It'd be handy if, if we knew it, if we knew what was going on. So we've started meetings this year. And everybody seems to be reveling in it. They're enjoying being part of the, you know, a little bit of a part of the decision making and having a voice and an impact because, you know, it is, it's not just uh, myself and Richard running the company. Yes, we're, that's what we're here to do. That's, that's, you know, our roles and responsibilities, but it's a part, they're a big part of it. You know, your team is one of your biggest assets. Yes, you need your customers. Yes, you need your good products, but without your team delivering, um, or selling or having those rapports with the customers, you haven't got a company anyway. So that's a really big thing for me. One of the things I've noticed about um, ASC over the last few months is you've been much more active on LinkedIn and social media. Um, yeah. And you've sort of had photographers in for uh, personal branding and everything like that. Is that part of the sort of change management that you're going through? Yes, yeah. Um, in, in previous roles, my, I mean, the last company I was at at um, Captain Fawcett, which is the gentleman's grooming products company, very hot on social media. And um, they had an in-house videographer, a uh, full-time uh, marketing department, which we don't have here. So I was aware that, you know, how powerful that can be and, and how relatively inexpensive it can be to do it. We've spent very little on the marketing in the, in the last few months. We've had photographs done and um, MailChimp we've joined up to as well. But with a little bit of time and effort, um, we've been able to implement and I think we've got a good, you know, you have to start somewhere, little acorns and so on and build your following and so on. But by, you know, everyone's got a phone now, you can take a picture, you can take a little mini video. We, we don't pretend to be experts in the field, but we're getting content out there and we're sharing what we do. Um, I'm highlighting the team. Who are people speaking to when they phone up? Who's responsible for running the warehouse? Um, who are our drivers? How many vans have we got? Um, I passed our vehicles coming out, coming into work one day, and they were all coming out in succession all seven of them and I thought wow that's quite a sight to, to see so we got it videoed and we put it out on on LinkedIn and it's just simple things like that that you can sometimes take for granted on a day-to-day -day basis when you're working in the company and you don't realize sometimes that people don't know that out there you have to tell them you have to share it um we've had some fabulous um customer testimonials and uh sharing what they do with the metals. We did one recently with a guy called James Sutton. He shared with us, um, he makes sculptures out of the metal. We never knew that. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. I thought that was really, really impressive. Yeah, and, and it's that that's kind of thing, Share, sharing that content. It's interesting, isn't it? You know, it gets I, I think um, the metals industry, because the end use of anything that's sold, fabricated, polished or whatever, is so diverse and it's so integral to everybody's day-to-day -day life. Yes. We sort of get lost in the background. <laughs> you we know, do. people look at the phone, they look at the car, they look at the hotel, they look at the aeroplane. They don't look at the components and um, no. all of the companies that are involved in it. Uh, and being able to share that, it gives the team a boost as well because yeah, someone can go, I sold that, I made that. 
yeah, I've I've played a part in that, and I think that's really powerful. I mean, I can see out into our warehouse now, and you're probably the same. All you see every day is racks of racks of stock and racks of metal, and and that's all we see. So it was really interesting, and again, it just you know there was no agenda, there was no, um, you know, let's see what we can get. It was just put it out, share with us what what happens to our metal. We're curious what happens to our metal when it leaves the door, and and these these things. I've got another one to share soon as well. Um, these things get coming in and they go, wow, that's fabulous. Have a look at this team. This is what happened, you know, when you're delivering or when you're, you're loading the trucks up, this is what happens to you afterwards. So yeah, it's been, um, I, I love this bit as well, you know, take it back, finance my core role, working with the team and then getting in, back into the marketing as well. It's been really exciting and um, joyous to see and then see everybody here thrive on it as well. And I've even got um, our warehouse manager is doing me videos now as well. <laughs> <laughs> they keep sending me stuff to go can we use this can we use this I go yeah it's great so yeah it's been yeah really good one of the things I find that works quite well um or that has a lot of commentary and and shares is when we do something wrong um and and it's show wrong. it as it's wrong yes. we we had a picture um where uh, we circle polished a sheet and one of the heads had failed so you got this stripe down it um obviously we caught it we put it right but um yeah something yeah, because, wrong it proves you're yeah. human as well you're human and actually you have to be mindful with putting content out as well that it's not just a bit boring you know that 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 uh, truck as that truck um uh, post has had the biggest hits on it why i don't know it's just something different isn't it um and yeah we're all we're all human we all make mistakes and actually it's not all you know, everybody, that's the thing about social media as well. Everybody's got this perfect life of, you know, this is this is what's going on. And actually, it's not the case. So I think that's a good idea. I'll uh, hopefully there's not too many of them this year. But if we get some, I'll, I'll pitch that idea as well. Thank you. So you, as, as the finance director and HR lead and um, all the other great things that you can do working in an SME where roles expand, yeah. Um, and you're not sort of kept in these little boxes, which yeah. to me is one of the best things about working in an SME. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's the most exciting aspect of your role? Well, a couple of things. I'm, I love a good spreadsheet. <laughs> now I'm talking to the geeks here, and you, and you mentioned about accountancy earlier. When I did my training, I trained in bookkeeping and um you know, the first levels of AAT and so on. And then it was progressing onwards. And it's like, actually, I, I don't want to be an accountant. I'm, I'm quite happy with the skill set I've got. That's given me a good grounding for, for the businesses that I work in. Um, I've got no desire to be an accountant. I love doing the the, the numbers on a, on a day-to-day basis. So I love a good spreadsheet. And I love it even more when I've got multiple spreadsheets and they're all talking to each other. That's brilliant to me. So that one of the first things I did when I joined here was set up my cash flow spreadsheet and my, my sales and, you know, it's the, you know, the KPIs, having that, having a handle on your numbers. So I've got all my system set there. The other exciting bit, which is really what we were just talking about, is uh, is working with the team. And I, I've run my own business before. It, it's really lonely when you're running your own business. I really like, in my last role, I was kind of second in command to the, the business owner. And I'm the same here now with, with Richard, the MD. And I like that teamwork that you have. The responsibility is not all on your shoulders. You're doing it together. You're making decisions together. And then helping and supporting the team. And the great thing about ASC is that a lot of people here have been here 25, 30 years plus. Um, Rachel, our longest serving member, probably started 
uh, when Tony Hall began the business that 36 years ago, so she's just celebrating, uh, you know, a, a long time in the business, which we've just highlighted on LinkedIn. Um, that's great for me because I come in and um, it tells me something good about the company to start with, that uh, they haven't got a high turnover in staff. That, that, that painted a really good picture for me when I first joined. So getting to know them all and then I can bring my skill set to the table. I don't know a lot about metals, but they do. And when you combine our two skill sets or our complementary skill sets across the whole workforce, it's pretty powerful and pretty magical. So I see my role as an enhancement to their roles, because if, if they don't know quite how to make a decision, you know, a bigger decision, I can bring my skill set to the table with my experience coupled with their metals knowledge and when, we, and we do it all together. So that's a really exciting thing. And when we have a win or something great happened or we've got a new contract or yeah, I, I thrive on that as well, you know, helping, helping and leading this, you know, the great team that we've got here. I, I mean, it's, it, it's great that you sort you've um, are looking at sort of like a hybrid of experience and new ideas. Um, one of the great things about any company is when you have longevity of staff, staff yeah. like Rachel with 36 years hi Rachel um yeah. <laughs> and Mike Mike's just behind her with 30 35 yeah and, and I think Mike started Mike... the year before I did <laughs> yeah. yeah and he started in the warehouse uh, driving in the warehouse and now he's sales manager so that's that's great to see as well there's always um not a downside but the, there's always when you've got longevity of people um, you have to manage that we've always done it that way um, because, you know, if people have done something for 30 years, changing it, um, even if everyone acknowledges that change is going to be great for the business and for them, yeah. it, it's still difficult to implement because we're all human and you go into autopilot mode. Yeah. Um, how do you work on the change management skills for things you're looking to work with the team and collaborate on? Yeah, well, when I, when I first joined, as I said, it, it it was great to come in, and the company pretty much runs like clockwork on a day to day basis. Yes, there's always there's always problems, there's always always logistical supply chain problems, and so on. But pretty much, they all know what they're doing, and they all do it really well. So there was no point me coming in trying to reinvent the wheel or change something that's not broken. That was never my intention. It was just to learn learn the industry, learn how the company ticked and so on. The thing that I have been able to bring to the table, which um, having had conversations with them and saying, look, do you think this would be a good idea? Um, we don't do much marketing. Do you think that would be a good idea? I think that would help the sales. It wouldn't cost us very much. Um, we're bringing in a new piece of IT software this year. Um, so I'm always having the conversations. It's, it's not dictatorial in several right, everybody, we're doing this. Um, I've got this idea. I'm a director. This is what we're doing. That, that's not going to win any friends or, you know, influence people, is it? So it's about talking to them, making suggestions. I've taken my time to sit back, get to know everybody and uh, see where the gaps are. Um, and the thing with the longevity is that sometimes on the negative side, you can get set in your ways and you're not aware of the modernizations that are out there. You're not aware of the IT or the cloud-based systems that are there or, or the marketing um, opportunities that are there as well. So I think that's what I've been able to, to bring. Um, everybody appears on board with it. We've got a new team member starting soon. Um, so it's, yeah, it's how you manage and lead. Um, there's always ways of how to communicate uh, things across, you know, if there, if there was a big resistance to something, 
um, you know, I am new to the industry and they, they told me it, it won't work, Nikki, because the industry won't take it. Okay, that's fine. All right. You know, it's, it's fine. It's conversational. It's, it's um, integral and community of, of how we, how we make those things going forward. And that's the thing. You don't know what you don't know, either yeah. coming in new to the industry or as a long server who doesn't know those tools are out there for exactly. them to use. Yeah. Um, and that mixture, bringing the new ideas in, yeah. but working on the established, successful yeah. um, business and, and how the team do things yeah. um, can be quite powerful. Exactly. So you, you, you've been there all oh, just over 12 months now. Yeah. So, um, so this year then, what are your most important goals to achieve? It's getting the... I like my analogies as well. <laughs> it's like a car, getting getting a car ready and serviced for its, you know, for its journey ahead. Sometimes you just have to stick it into the garage and, and have a look around the engine and make sure everything's working tip top. You know, the sales is the fuel that's going in. Without the, without the fuel, we don't, we, we're not going anywhere. And even if we've got the sales, but the engine's not right, we're not going anywhere either. So this is where, so my focus this year is on the infrastructure the, the team appear all happy with what they're doing and the communications and the meetings that we're having. Um, so it's really making sure that we've got a core solid structure because, um, yeah, I wasn't in metals during Brexit and COVID, but the, the company that I was working with at the time, you know, was uh, Captain Fawcett during uh, COVID and we were exporting and Brexit. We were exporting most of our goods to Europe uh, when Brexit uh, hit and then COVID and our, our, our goods weren't, coming overseas and so on so that was a massive uh challenge learning experience and that and, and that makes me come out of that thinking well we can handle anything now <laughs> if you can if you can get through those times and you can still be in business at the end of it you can pretty much handle anything so um as you know being a long-serving member in the metals industry and what i've learned over the last year is that it's fluctuated a lot in the past two or three years as well so there's been lots of changes to this industry so my job is to make sure that the company's solid, stable, because none of us know what's around the corner, what could be happening next year that we've got to have to battle and challenge. So, um, you know, making sure the cash flow is tight and, and, and strong so that we're ready should anything come around the corner. If it doesn't, fantastic, and we could just carry on doing our roles and our jobs and serving our customers, which is what we're here to do. So, yeah, that's that's my focus this year. Solid I, th team. I think Good after last team. year, we had so many crises, one after the <laughs> other. Yeah. Um, and I think, again, you're talking about cash flow. Um, those of us in the metal, well, in all industries, are following on from the financial crash in 2008. Yeah. If you come through that, you learn your lessons. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is why I think um, that whilst Brexit and COVID have caused um, lots of issues and problems yeah. for SMEs in the metals and manufacturing and engineering industries in the UK. Um, we, we've got a high level of resilience yeah. because yeah. it's like, oh, look, another recession. Yeah. I'll give it half an hour. There'll be another one. <laughs> again. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we've done it before, so we can do it again. And what did yeah. we do before? Yeah. Yeah. And, it's, and, and, and now it feels like a relatively quiet period you know that there's no crises going on that i'm aware of so that gives you time to take stock and make sure that you know nuts and bolts are in place and so on um but 
yeah, you've got to be ready. And that, that's the great thing about working with an SME during um, COVID and, and furloughs and the, the, the lockdowns and so on. You would hear about the big corporations that, you know, they needed to have a, a board meeting of 20 people online to, to make a decision of what they were going to do with the company. Um, Captain Fawcett that I worked with at the time, great, fabulous company. If you're ever near Kings Lynn, pop in and see them because it's a emporium of antiques and gentlemen's grooming products. Um, so Richard Finney and I, the, the, the company owner, we were able to sit just the two of us on that day in March 2020 and go, right, what do we do? <laughs> and we made some very quick decisions um, and were very quick and swift. And we were on it kind of, you know, day and night, making sure, you know, this wasn't going to, this wasn't going to, we weren't going to fail in this, in this period, no way. So we did everything to, to get it through and, and then we did and they're, they're really successful company and they're doing fabulous ones as well. So yeah, all oh, my, my uh, apologies. That's okay. That's okay. That's the, that's the boss ringing by the way. Oh, hi Richard. <laughs> <laughs> so if you look back, um, to sort of like a 15 year old Nikki, bearing in mind you've been in business 30 years now. Is this the career you thought you'd have? No, when I was 15, <laughs> none of it probably, I don't know many people that get to this age and they were doing their career path. Um, no, at 15, I was being trained up to take over the family business. My uh, dad had started his double glazing company five years earlier. Um, so we'd always been around business. He'd, he'd done very much the entrepreneur who passed away sadly last year. My first business mentor who taught me sales, taught me business, um, and was just, a you know, grafted from and, and self-made from nothing up until being a very successful businessman. So that's where I, I, I learned my trade really with working with him. So I was being trained to, to run the family business and, uh, my husband, when I got married, came in and then unfortunately we got divorced. So career paths take a different, different way. And actually in hindsight, looking back now, I needed to go off and do my own thing. I, I don't think I would have been happy, you know, 30 years later doing in the same town, in the same business with the same people. I needed to go off and work with different people, work in different industries. I've worked abroad, um, done trade shows in uh, India. Um, I've traveled, I've run my own business. So I'm so happy that 30 years on and, and now working in this fabulous company where I can see myself living out, you know, working the rest of my career here. I've got no desire to change or move anywhere else now. That 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 experience now sets me instead to run this business and help Richard run this business. And uh, you know, you just it just kind of all culminates. That that's not a plan, that's not something you plan and set out to do. It's just happened. But the road um, takes you there. Yes. Um, and I think um, it gives you the ability to cope with things. So to cope with joining a new business, sadly losing your father and mm -hmm. all of that resilience that you've, you learn throughout your career as you grow. Yeah. Um, so what's the best advice your dad ever gave you? Well, he would always say, um, <clears throat> so when we, I, I, I've got a sister. Uh, so when we first started driving, she's three years younger than me. Um, so at the age of 17, passed my, passed my test and you're out driving. This was before the days of phones and sat-navs and things like that. You had to have a paper map showing my age now. Um, 
he would say to us, you're, you're never lost as long as you keep moving. And he was talking about the driving and the, uh, um, you know, if you, if you, if you sat in a place and you, you lost, if you just keep on moving, the roads will always take you somewhere. And actually now, and having lost him last year, and um, my daughter quotes that one now as well. Um, it's kind of a bit of a metaphor for life, isn't it, as well? I mean, he was talking practically, he was a very practical man. <clears throat> but actually, if you use it for a metaphor for life, um, you, you keep on you keep on moving, you're, you're never lost. And, and same for business, there's no standing still in business. You're either going forward or you're going backwards. You have to work just as hard just to stand still. So you've just got to keep moving the whole time and progressing and learning. You're always, I'm always still learning uh, new things, meeting new people. Um, and that's exciting as well. You know, we're, we're not the finished product, are we? We're just, you, you keep it. never lost as long as you keep moving. Yeah. I think that's the title of your podcast. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, Nikki. And um, wish you all the best with your new career in the metals industry. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Kirsty.